Hey everyone, welcome to the second uh, part of the uh, series that we're doing on Apprentice University. Evidently, I was saying it wrong. It's not Apprenticeship University, it's Apprentice University. And we're so excited to have Angie back with us again. Um, Before I dive into that, if you are a new listener, you might not know anything about me and you're wondering who is this woman and what is she talking about? Uh, so I'd always like to give just a quick introduction. Um, I'm married to Daryl. We've been married for 32 years and have eight kids, five boys, three girls. We have nine grandkids and I'm a 26 year veteran homeschooling mom. And so I've also written a few books. Uh, the most recent one is the four hour school day. And you can find that on Amazon. Uh, any of your favorite booksellers, DorendaWilson.com. I like the subtitle. Actually, somebody said the subtitle was actually a better description of the book, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life. So if you haven't checked that out, please go do that. I think you're just going to be, it's going to bless your socks off. So, all right. So today we are talking again about apprenticeships and we have Angie here with us. Um, Angie, remind me how to say your last name. Merle. Merle. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to mess it up. So, no, nope, but I, I want to correct anyone. It doesn't matter how you say it. <laughs> so, um, if you all are joining us and you haven't heard the first episode, go back and listen. Um, there's some. We've got some great information there. But if you if you haven't listened to the first episode, you didn't hear her bio. So I'm going to just read it real quickly so you kind of know who we're talking to here. Um, As a stay-at-home mom, Angie was involved for many years in leadership in MOPS International. She's a homeschool mom who taught numerous classes in homeschool co-ops, founded and led a homeschool speech and debate club for five years, taught for several years for a popular online academy, and was in leadership and taught many classes for a classical Christian homeschool tutelage program. Angie has taught students at elementary, high school, collegiate, and advanced adult levels. She designs, implements, and manages all the academic programming as part of her role at Apprentice University. She and her husband, Gary, live near Brownsburg, Indiana. They love exploring, traveling, and enjoying God's creation in their RV. They have four daughters, two sons-in-law, and just recently celebrated the birth of their first grandson. Aren't grandkids the best? (laughs) They are so much (laughs) fun, aren't they? Oh, I love them. Yeah, so we had our ours. We had four of them over today. They, oh. um, they they wanted to have coffee and cookies together. Oh, so wonderful. yeah, I got had these little tiny mugs for them. Of course, we make decaf, but sometimes they get caffeine, but just a little little bit. But they love to sit there at the table with us and have coffee and cookies. So, so wonderful, it's great. Oh, yeah, it's really sorry. a lot of fun. All right, so you answered a lot of questions in our last um, episode. Uh, questions like, you know, how many apprentices apprenticeships do students have, uh, what kind of apprenticeships they've held, um, you know, is it a, is Apprentice University a trade school? Anyway, we answered a bunch of those questions, but now we're moving on to um, more questions that I'm pretty sure are ruminating in the, in the hearts of moms and minds of moms who've been listening. And this is kind of a big one. Are apprentice, apprenticeships paid? Great question. And the answer is yes. Yay! So on the last podcast, I mentioned that there is also no debt associated with Apprentice Mm -hmm. University. We do not believe that that is a great policy (laughs) to have that. Uh, Apprentice University, we do not engage in any form of student loan programs. FAFSA.gov is not backing up and dumping money uh, in our our parking lot. I can assure you of Mm -hmm. that. So how it works is that it is a very 
straightforward, simple tuition and apprenticeship paid model. So simple that people oftentimes say, wait a minute, I'm not sure I understand (laughs) because there really is nothing more to, to it is that in the full apprentice, post high school, collegiate level, uh, full apprentice program, the tuition is $1,000 a month. It is a monthly tuition. There's no tens of thousands of dollars that students come up with uh, early on that they get themselves into problems with. It is simply $1,000 a month throughout their entire uh, career as an apprentice with us. And they are in paid apprenticeships. Mm. At this time, we just had uh, uh, an increase in their pay uh, for this new year, which was really good. We hadn't done that in over eight years, and we're able to do it now. Even a base-level apprentice is making $11.50 an hour. And now some people on this might say, oh, well, I can go out to, you know, Target. And I can get myself a repeal position making 15, 16, 17 hours. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Uh, but that's not what Apprentice University is about. It's about uh, skills, uh, growing a resume, learning, taking on knowledge, applying it, doing real work in real companies for your future career uh, mm-hmm. aspirations. And so, obviously, uh, the pay is a bit different than walking out into Walmart sure. and, and staying at Walmart. But and it goes up from there. We have the ability to give apprentices raises based on their skill levels in our corporate partners, which is wonderful. So mm, that's that's great because that it, yes. that's very motivating. Yes, for yeah, it is. And even even as an a beginning apprentice, then if you do the math, it is uh, you know you're paying a thousand dollars a month for tuition. They're earning before taxes about about sixteen hundred dollars uh, a month. And so there is now, you know, unfortunately with what was going on with inflation and so forth right now is astronomical. So we're trying to figure that out as best we can. But then when they get raises, uh, typically they're walking out with zero debt and great Mm. resumes and Mm -hmm. hopefully Mm -hmm. money in the bank to start out with as well. It's being paid to be trained for a career. I mean, they're investing, they're investing in their career, not in a piece of paper degree that guarantees them absolutely nothing. Exactly. Exactly. So what do your classes look like? Great question. So just like everything else, they are very different than what you would see at a typical university. When you walk into our classrooms first, what you need to understand is that we do not practice the academic grading system that only exists in academia. (laughs) Uh, Once I tell parents all the time, I say, once you step out into the real world outside academia, you are never graded again. You are either meeting expectations, exceeding expectations, or or falling short and need to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we do not deal with ABCDs, any of that stuff. We also have no lectures. We don't have faculty, tenured faculty, who are standing up and giving lectures where people are are furiously taking notes and hurrying and memorizing for the next Friday to regurgitate it as fast as they can on a test to forget it the next day. Uh, It is none of that. Our classes are fully discussion, application, activity, project-based. Everything Mm. is. Uh, we, We do digital certificates. There are badges that go into every certificate. Every badge has a rubric behind it with exact specific skill sets so they all know what they're trying to accomplish and they accomplish that by actually 
doing it. Right, right. So in our classes, you come in, they, they're, they're told they have to come in prepared. If they have to read material, they come read They've read the material coming in. If they've they've had to engage in some type of uh, presentation preparation or with a group project, they come in prepared and they are fully engaged with what we call our instructors, our facilitators, uh, in in projects, in applications, in discussions, in hands-on activities inside of our classrooms. Our instructors, as I mentioned, we do not have any paid full-time faculty or tenure. We don't lug that word. We don't care about that. Uh, we don't have professors. Our, our instructors and facilitators are not academics. They are actually practicing professionals. Many mm. of them own their own companies. Uh, they, are, they are out doing the work <clears throat> of their own profession. And they are here uh, we pay them, obviously, but they are here on Fridays because that's when our classes run uh, because they believe that this model of higher education is the way higher education should be. They love mentoring and pouring in to young adults, mm. and they love to share their expertise. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. So what's the normal workload for an apprentice <laughs> university class? Okay. For a class, it, it can vary greatly. So I'll give you a couple examples is I, I teach innovation, basic innovation skills. This session, I'm, I'm running the basic skills. There is very little to almost next to none outside of classwork. Mm. Just by the nature of what we're doing in innovation skills and the training, it's all hands-on in. I, this session alone, we, they've read an article. Uh, they've done a couple things in our collaboration system called Trello, professional collaboration system, and that's it. There's, there's virtually, if you're spending 30 minutes a week on my innovation class, that's tops, probably. Uh, if you look at our entrepreneur, intro to entrepreneurship class, that is a whole different scenario. That class is about three college classes rolled into one and what they're learning and what they're doing in that class takes anywhere from four to 10 hours a week, every week. And what we are, the project, the capstone project at the end is our version of Shark Tank. It's called Sweat Tank. And they are pitching a real business opportunity to real potential investors winning real money and so it is, it is a very time-intensive class outside of the class. So mm -hmm. what we do is we just make sure that our apprentices aren't overloaded with those classes. We monitor right. that. Um, I, won't, I won't let a student take intro to programming, intro to entrepreneurship, and let's say business accounting all at one time. It's just there's no way. They're out working in their apprenticeships nearly full-time. They work Monday through Thursday, 32 gotcha. hours a week. Mm -hmm. And so our classes are only on Fridays. And so, right. so it's far too much to pile on that type sure. of intensity. But we sure. have a wide range, like I said, So it just and, and we monitor that. Right, right. And what's the average age of an apprentice university student? Great question. Over the years, it kind of changes. Every, every year and a half or so, it changes. Right now, the average age of an apprentice, I would say, is about 2021. 
21 maybe. Uh, the average age of a student is a bit lower because we do open up all of our classes to students in high school, typically sophomore and up. And so we have students who are 15. Mm. And so we will have students in classes anywhere from 15 up to maybe 27. Uh, we right. don't have typically that age right now, but, but uh, our high school students, if they're uh, able to come into the program, they're, they're told we don't, we don't dumb anything down. Uh, it is fully topic, real life. Everything is just how it is for all of our apprentices. They are fully engaged 100%, and they must have the maturity level to be professional and engage in those classes right. at the high right. school level. So my question to you is, okay, so if, so they're there for real life classes, like in real life. And so they're going to be living in that area. Well, correct. Interesting how COVID has changed everything, Dorinda. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so for years, yes, Apprentice University, we had live in-person classes and that's how we ran. And our apprenticeships were all within, um, we're in Indianapolis. And so we have what's called the donut counties. We have about nine counties around us. And it was typically all of our corporate partners and our apprenticeships were in person around those areas. And so most of our students lived here, um, were from here. Um, a couple had moved here, but, but that's how it was. And then all of a sudden blow the world up two years ago, and things changed literally overnight. Mm. Uh, First, we went online overnight. Uh, We finished up the six weeks that we had to online, but we actually came back in uh, right away into in-person classes. But what it did was it changed everything in that we now have our in-person classes also run hybrid. So they are also online all the time. So we have students from all over the country. We have a couple students from Maine. Um, we've had a student from Texas. We have a few students who are in Michigan right now. Uh, so we, we are now capable of having students all over. They can join our classes virtually. And our apprenticeships now, we have apprenticeships all over the country and internationally. Uh, mm. Wycliffe Bible Translators is a corporate partner of ours. And, and so we have now in-person apprenticeships, we have hybrid, and we have fully remote apprenticeships. So wow. the world, it's, wow. it reflects what is real world. Now. Well, it, it's just what you said before, being, it's constantly changing. Yes. You have to change with it. And it sounds like you did just that. Yes. So, do you, um, so do you have any residential options? We do not have dorms, and there okay. is a reason, many, <laughs> full right. reason for right. that, right? Uh, dorm life is not something we want to uh, aspire Encourage. to at Apprentice <laughs> University. Uh, we do have students who have moved here, and they have apartments together. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other students who, uh, right now, who are, are potentially considering coming, who would be looking for apartments. We have students who have come and have lived with either family friends or friends of Apprentice University. We have other families who are open to opening rooms in their houses and so forth, and we're always open to that. Uh, Just like we are, um, we have, like I said, we have some students in Michigan right now. They are very interested in in continuing and possibly getting some corporate partners up there, and we're looking at different places where we could actually – send students to different areas to work in person and they would need to have housing there. And so we have people who are saying, you know what, we have people in churches and so forth who would love Mm -hmm. to open up their Mm -hmm. homes potentially. Mm -hmm. 
and house some some young adult students. Uh, so that's great. So lots of lots of options. Yes. Um, is Apprentice University accredited? Great question, and I love this question. Absolutely not, and we <laughs> will not be. We have mm. never sought accreditation, and we will not. Uh, for one of the main reasons being if accreditation worked, Dorinda, we would not have Apprentice University exactly. <laughs> to begin with. Uh, accreditation bodies for people who do not understand what they are are simply a group of bureaucrats who get together and decide whether or not they can each do what they want to do and they accredit one another. And it is, is meaningless and typically tied to government bureaucracy and red tape. And right. Apprentice University runs completely outside of any government control or oversight. We are 100% legal. Uh, it has all been checked every box, been checked by IRS and everything else, but we do not uh, have, nor do we need the government's help. <laughs> Amen. Amen, sister. I hear you on that. The word that keeps coming to my mind is freedom, freedom, yes. freedom, freedom, yes. because I think that's the thing that I'm just yes. continually feeling passionate about communicating to homeschooling families is you have Freedom. freedom. You don't need all of these institutions. You no. don't need to be tied down to this. You don't even need to be tied down to that college way of thinking. No. I'm telling you, and once you're free of that, I mean, the sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. It is. It's exciting truly, and it's yes. adventuresome. And, you know, I think fear is the thing that holds people back. And I think just stop, just stop with the yes. fear. It's not of God. That is not what he has for us. We don't want to communicate that to our kids. We don't want to pass that lovely little gift on to them. Gosh, we need to be afraid of everything. No, we want to pass on to them the ability to adjust, adapt, you know, like you were saying, pray first, Lord, give us wisdom, show us what to do. Because it's it's those people who are going to be the movers and the changers yes. um, in the world. And, I, you know, the culture needs a change. And it's these kinds of people and these kinds of young people. And I've seen them for myself um, in terms of, like, what homeschooling can potentially turn out. Yes. And it is phenomenal. The The effect that these kids can have is, um, is, um, is astounding. It is amazing. And at young ages, they do at not very need young to ages. go back, they get, go into a system that they've been nope. out of, quite honestly, all their, most of them all of their lives. And then I see parents who put them right into the institutions yeah. that yeah. are... Oh, don't get me started on what they I are. Know, I know. I can't, we talked I can't, about this. I can't. We talked about there. this. <laughs> we talked about this well, before we yes. started this whole thing. We we're like, oh, we're gonna have to be so careful. <laughs> yes. So I'll, I'll can, just I'll leave it at that. Is that they're not healthy environments for right. our students, and and I I just don't like seeing them go there. And there, I see young people who come in and they have no idea how gifted they are of the Lord right, already, right? right? Mm-hmm. How to find their strengths and increase those strengths and to take their weaknesses and, and to work on those, but not let those be the key because they're not. Right. That God has gifted us all differently. And, and they just need to explore that and open up the possibilities. And when they have humility, when they have they have self-motivation. That is the key mm-hmm. for Apprentice University. Mm-hmm. Beyond anything else, self-motivation. You have a desire to learn, and you want to be resourceful and are open to being flexible and adaptable. 
the sky literally, I mean this, is the limit. The things Mm -hmm. that I have seen our students at such young ages be Mm -hmm. able to have the opportunity to take partake in and be successful in is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we have students at the age of 20 who are doing things there. You think there's, there's no way. I have people coming to me all the time who say, I didn't have those kinds of skills and those abilities until mm-hmm. I was on a job for 15 plus years. That's what exactly. a lot of our corporate mentors say. Right. And what I'm thinking is what's coming to mind is they were made for such a time as this. Yes. God has created them and wired them and equipped them for yes. this. And our job is just to engage that. Yes. You know, and that means we've got to think outside the box. We have to be willing to do things that nobody else is doing. Take you know, risks, you know, we want our kids to not be afraid of failure. So we have to set the example. We always say failure isn't failure is if you learn something from it. Exactly. Right. It's never a failure. You can't even label it a failure. It was a lesson. We actually you know, used to run something called the A Failure Institute here at Apprentice University. We, <laughs> we stopped it. We got too busy. But, but we always tell people, it's not that we are setting young people up for failure. It's that we know that they're going to fail and we right. encourage it. And we're fine with it because right. it's not the failure. It's what you learn from it and right. how you come out of the failure right. and what you do next. It's not staying in the failure. Everyone fails. Everyone fails Absolutely. all the time. And so our corporate partners understand that, that they have young people working in their in their companies and, and that you're learning as you go, which means right. you're going to fail. But then, right. but then... The success that can come afterward Mm -hmm. is just that much more exciting and such a blessing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's that humility and that teachableness. So again, those are character qualities. That's not something you get from curriculum. No. You can talk about humility and you can talk about teachableness all the day long, but if they're not applying that and we're we're not requiring that of them, this is not going to become part of who they are. Exactly. And so this is why, you know, our job as parents, we're going to be able to do that the best. And that can happen so readily through, through homeschooling. Yes. All right. So how are digital badges earned and certified? Digital badges are earned by demonstrating accomplishment, not by a mm-hmm. test. Mm-hmm. In many instances, it is you're doing real work product. So if it's in classes, you are doing projects, you're doing presentations, you're, as I said, in entrepreneurship, you are putting together a pitch in a company and, and, and all of this. In our business accounting class, it is a capstone, it's not a test, it's a capstone project. You are given an actual company that you are doing the books for and you have to produce the P&L and you have to understand how to forecast and, and so forth. Uh, so it's a, it's a project-based uh, And if you, so in our classes, I will tell you that they're all set up so that if you produce the capstone project according to what the facilitator has put together and you demonstrate what has been asked of you according to the rubric, then you have earned the badge. And that's how badges are not awarded. We are not giving away anything. Right. They right. are earned. earned. They are earned right. just like it is in the real world by doing the work, showing your work, demonstrating that you apply your knowledge. 
and that's how it's done. And in our foundation certificate, I will tell you all of those different badges. Some are tied to classes. Some uh, are just done on their own. Some can be done on apprenticeship. In most of the professional uh, certificates, all of those badges, those are typically the ones that are more often than not earned out in the apprenticeships. It's, it's right. the mentor. They're they're learning as they go, and they're they're accomplishing those badges uh, on those skill sets through their our actual corporate partners on the job. Right. Wow. Okay, so how does this application process work? It's pretty simple. If you would like to apply, uh, you first contact us. We're going to have a conversation with you. It's not just here's an application and you're now a student. Uh, There's a long interview process. Uh, Basically, there are several doors into Apprentice University. Let's back up and say that. And so because we do take on high school students, you can be a part of the Jumpstart program if you're in high school, and we, we can do that. You can get a Jumpstart application, and we can go through that process. You still have a, a, a small interview to understand our model of education and so forth, and that we are a professional and that we are dealing with companies, and that's who's teaching you is professionals, and so there is a different expectation than in most classes. Uh, so you can go in that way. If you are post-high school, and you still you don't know what you're doing or you're doing something you think I don't want to do this anymore happens a lot they come to apprentice university you can start by just taking classes you don't have to come directly into the full apprentice program we have what's called the prep your program we have a discovery internship program those are other things all start with an application uh, right as far as becoming into the coming into the post high school apprentice program college program starts with a conversation with us and understanding of what apprentice university is and so forth and then the application process starts there's some questions on there we get to know you and then we start the interview process if they are uh, admitted as a student they first are enrolled as a student and a student only and this is key because this is very different than anywhere else, is they they are a student until they are at a level that they have earned what we call the power skills badges. Um, Most young people don't necessarily know, and even parents don't really realize sometimes that uh, any job, when we talked before about technology and so forth, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. It, It is just assumed that you can get into systems like Microsoft 365 Mm -hmm. and Google Workspace, and you can know your way around spreadsheets and uh, Word and, and, and Sheets and Excel and PowerPoints, that you are able to do that. And so they have to prove that they've earned all of those skills first. We have to know that obviously they're of... the ability to be professional in their job. They're going to show up. They're going to do what's asked and so forth. If we're ready for that, then we'll interview them again and we will hire them. So they remain a student throughout their time at Apprentice University. And they also are employee throughout their time. They have a very unique uh, dual role that is separate and yet completely dependent upon one, one, one another. And so they are our employees all the time at Apprentice University. That's how we easily make arrangements with our corporate partners to put them in right. and out of their apprenticeships. Right. That's right. how simple it works. And so that, that's the process. It's, all right. it's simple. So let's say someone's interested, but they're not ready to, to commit. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? 
I would say one, uh, it's a little late right now by the time this post on Friday, this Friday, April 1st, we're having a virtual preview day for anybody who's anywhere that's not in the area. I, I know this won't post in time, but we can do that again. If you have homeschool groups who are interested and you're not in our area, get in touch with me and we can easily uh, do something virtually for you. We can arrange to do that. So if that would be are, like that would be yeah. like hosting an event, basically. We, we, well, yeah, you could host an event. We could have you if it, if you want to do it on a Friday. We could take you around virtually, or we could do it any night of the week or a day or something. We do it all okay. the time, okay, fully virtually. Okay. We have had people, you know, invite people into different churches or into their homes and put us right. on the big screen, and we we walk them through everything Apprentice University and give them the 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 uh, flyover view, basically. That's great. It is that fun. Is awesome. We have, if you can come, if you want to travel, and we have people that do, uh, we have some more stu- in-person student preview days coming up, one on uh, Friday, April 29th, and one on mm-hmm. May 6th. Okay. So those are in-person days. But mm-hmm. uh, we can talk to you uh, at any time in any way. We're happy okay. to do so. Wonderful. Okay, so last question. I just really want to um, be able to communicate to the moms where they can learn more, how they can connect with you, and I will also include this in the show notes and in obviously part one as well. Absolutely. So you can go to apprenticeu.com, and that's our website. There's a lot of information on there. There's a Tons of different buttons on there that you can click contact us and give us your information and we'll get a hold of you. If you would like to get a hold of me directly, it is Angie.Murrell, M-U-R-R-E-L-L, at Apprentice.University. Okay. Great. I will include all of that in the show notes. This has been fantastic. What a great opportunity for parents to connect with you. And I just... This is this is awesome. I love everything about this, and I'm sure that there are moms out there listening who are like, "Woohoo!" You know. <laughs> so uh, I was that mom. I was yes, <laughs> yes. All right. So thanks again for being here, thank you, and Amanda. yeah, and we're gonna go ahead and close in a word of prayer. Lord, thank you so much for this time together. Thank you for just the challenge to trust you, Lord, and the challenge to know that you have good things for our kids and. We thank you for the ways, again, the ways that you're providing for us, Lord, um, so that we don't have to send our kids places we really don't want to send them. And so I just thank you so much for um, just being so faithful to your people. And, um, and thank you for Angie and Apprentice University, Lord, and just for the opportunities that are presented there. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.